Welcome to the Badass Soul Seeking Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Fonte. For the next 30 days, please join me daily in meaningful discussions regarding truth. Each month, I choose a theme that will provide insights and thoughts on a topic important in our daily lives. So for the month of November, we will be talking each day about truth. Hi, my friends. My name is Annie Fonte, your host of the Badass Soul Seeking Warrior podcast, where we are focusing on truth throughout the month of November. So here's my question for you today. Who or what is the best teacher you've had in your life? Several months ago, I was doing some research on the number of deaths in our country on a daily basis and what the cause of these deaths are. Here's what I found out. Heart disease kills 1,774 people per day. Obesity, 822 deaths per day. Car accidents, 102 deaths per day. Chronic stress is linked to the six leading causes of death, totaling 110 million deaths per year, which calculates to 301,369 deaths per day in the United States. And I remember thinking that probably about 90% of the stress-related deaths would be preventable if people would live with more presence in their lives. And we'll get back to this in a second. However, the one that got me was the auto accidents. Think of it. 102 people a day wake up each morning to meet their day, but they don't end up back home at the end of the day. Then I thought, okay, what if I don't make it home at the end of the day? How would I want the people who would first enter my home to feel? How would I want them to find things? This was a game changer for me. That day, I decided that I would leave my home each day in the kind of state that I would want others to find it in if I never came back home. My bed is made. All the dishes are washed and put away. All of my clothes are picked up and in their place. It's neat and it's tidy. And you know what's great about this? Every afternoon or evening when I get back home, it's welcoming. It feels really good to walk into my house. So today, I would like for you, at least for the next few minutes, to consider death the greatest teacher in your life. Now, please stick with me on this. It's not nearly as morbid as it might sound. Have any of you read The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer? Well, in the past few years, I would pick this book up to read and I could never get into it. I guess I wasn't in a place in my life where I was able to absorb the concepts that Singer describes in the book. I would read two or three paragraphs, maybe even two or three pages. And even though my eyes were seeing the words, my brain would drift off to riveting thoughts like, oh, I need to get some trash bags the next time I go to the store. Or wow, some popcorn and a glass of wine sound really good right now. Or I forgot to tell my brother something when I spoke to him on the phone the other day. Has that ever happened to any of you? Talk about not being present. I picked the book up a few months ago and started rereading it for the third time. And this time, the words resonated with me. I thought, holy shit, these are the most amazing words to hit a piece of paper in the history of time. I read and pondered and highlighted as I went along. And then I got to chapter 17. 
The title of the chapter is Contemplating Death. Singer suggests that no person or situation could ever teach us as much as death has to teach us. Think about it. We are all going to breathe our last breath at some point. And if we are wise and willing students of death, we know it could happen at any moment in time. And I say that it is smart to wholeheartedly embrace the reality and inevitability and the unpredictability of death. And so why should we consider death a valuable reminder to live our lives at our highest level? Let's look at our loved ones. It's easy to take them for granted. We rely on them to be there for us and to accept us even when we are grumpy and treating them unkindly. Think about the conversations you have and the people or things that you plug into that allow stress into your life. Now imagine this. The angel of death visits you tonight and says, guess what? You have one week to live. Then what? What would your conversations be like? Would you complain about the things you've been complaining about? Would you keep holding those grudges? Would your have-tos turn into get-tos? Would your need-tos turn into want-tos? Death is not a morbid thought. Death is the most fantastic teacher in life. Who lives with this level of awareness? Well, I predict that if you ask people who are genuinely awakened how they would live their last week, they would say that nothing would change. Why? Because they're living their lives fully. They're not making compromises or playing games with themselves. We have to be willing to look at what it would be like if death was staring us in the face. The beauty of embracing profound truths is that you don't have to change your life. You change how you live your life. Let's take a straightforward example. You've walked outside thousands of times in your life. But how many times have you truly appreciated it? Now, imagine a person in a hospital bed who's just been told that they have a week to live. They look at their doctor and say, can I walk outside? Can I look at the sky one more time? If it were raining outside, they would want to smell and see and feel the rain one more time. This would be a precious thing for them. But for us, most of us don't want to feel the rain. What do we do? We run inside and cover up and complain because it's raining. I observe that so many of us fear death because we have projected ourselves so far into the future, we can't just be here and now and live life. We have to understand that our attempt to get special experiences from life makes us miss the experience of life. If we are so busy trying to get something, we will miss the slice we are experiencing. Think about it. We get in our cars and drive from here to there, and we don't see anything. Why? Because we aren't present. We are busy thinking about what we are going to do next. We are a week, a month, even a year ahead of ourselves. And when we do this, we aren't living life. We are living in our minds. In the past few years, we've all heard the term mindfulness. I think we need to change it to mindlessness. Instead of a full mind, it seems it would be better to have less in our mind. We have to let go of the sacred part of us that keeps us from living fully. 
You know that you will die. So be willing to say what needs to be told and do what needs to be done. Be ready to be fully present without being fearful of what will happen in the next moment. Think about it like this. Life itself is your vocation and your interaction with it is your most important relationship. What gives life meaning is our willingness to live it. It isn't any particular event. It is the willingness to experience life's events fully. Living fully means letting each moment fill us completely. Allow life to touch you deeply. There is no moment that can't do that. One of the tenets that I live my life by is to allow every experience to be a gift, even the things that feel awful. Embrace the experience of it. Don't be afraid of death. Instead, let it free you. Let it be a reminder to live life fully. Experience the life that is happening to you. Appreciate every single moment you are given. And so the truth is today, at least for me in this conversation, is that death can be our greatest teacher. And as always, keep your ass in the saddle. Have a kick-ass rest of the day. And I'll talk to you again really soon.